This episode of the 501st Cast is dedicated to Cody Parker, TK80127 of Mountain Garrison, and Elizabeth Barraza, TB93474 from Star Garrison. Both have left us far too soon, but we hope they rest peacefully in our Hall of Eternal Legionnaires. We found the computer outlet, sir. Plug in. You should be able to interpret the entire Imperial network. You are listening to the 501st Cast, the official podcast of the 501st Legion, Lucasfilm's preferred Imperial costuming organization. Stay tuned to global news from the front lines of the Empire as the men and women of Vader's Fist celebrate decades of promoting Star Wars, honing the art of costumes and props, and contributing to the community through charity and volunteer work. And here are your hosts. Take it away, troopers. Copy that. Well, welcome to the first 2019 episode of the 501st Cast, the official podcast of the 501st Legion, Vader's Fist. This is episode 114 for February 2019, and here are your hosts, including myself, Jamie, SL67076. I'm Joe, TI, and SL12743. Marcus, TK14057. And Nikki, DZ8397. The 501st Legion is currently at 13,319 members with 26,670 approved costumes in the Legion. Our newest member listed on the 501st.com at the time of the recording is Anderson Davis Del Rosa, ID 25050 from Brazilian Division Garrison's Death Star Squad. In this episode, we enter election season, belatedly recap some holiday events, and ramp up the excitement for celebration. Stay tuned. Recent news. If I told you half the things I've heard about this jab of the hut, you'd probably short circuit. There were two mysterious tweets on the web tonight, as we record here on Monday, the 4th of February, that will likely all be much clearer once this episode is published and online, but speculation is rampant right now. First, there was Good Morning America who tweeted, We have a big announcement coming tomorrow morning, followed about an hour later with this from Anthony Daniels. How strange. I am receiving images of something amazing coming towards us, traveling over decades through space and time, reaching out to all humans on this planet with its message. What could it be? Should I be afraid? Should you? Stay tuned. And like, we didn't get anything during the Super Bowl, so... That's right. And last year, the title has already been released by that time. We don't even have a trailer yet. Nothing. Yeah, so I'm betting it's got to be something about episode nine. I, I think your insight is serving you well. <laughs> <laughs> With apologies to our listeners who are not Fiber First Legion members, we want to take a moment to boost the signal on this reminder to the membership. Legion elections are upon us. That's right, everyone's favorite time of the year is back again for 2019. In February, every member of the Fiber First has the opportunity to exercise the imperial democratic right to choose their leaders at both the local and the global. You'll be able to vote for a legion commanding officer 
garrison commanding officer or outpost leader, and where you register and active in one or in one or more detachments for the respective detachment leaders. Eligibility for detachments electoral processes requires an approved affiliation with the detachments, as well as an active registered account on the detachment form <coughs> that is logged in within the past year. Where you are a member of a squad, you would also be able to vote for the squad leader. The schedule of the 2019 election is as follows. The nomination started uh, on Saturday, February 2nd at 12.01 GMT. The Q&A starts on the 7th at the same time. The closing statements start on the 12th. Uh, the voting starts on the 13th and the voting ends on the 17th at 11.59 p.m. GMT. The remainder of the month is reserved for transitioning between administrations and elected candidates will take office at 12.01 a.m. GMT on March the 1st. All nominations and voting will occur in the 501st Legion Elections portal here, which is 501st.com slash elections. Well, good luck, everyone who's running. Yep, I'm running. Oh, you are? What are you running for? CO? Squad leader? Attachment Squad. leader? More like oh. around the block, I'd be willing to bet. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here are the new entries to our costume reference library since our last episode. First up is a couple new costumes for our Imperial Officer Corps. The Republic slash Imperial Fleet Officer, as seen in Episode 3. And the Mimban Officer from Solo, A Star Wars Story. Our Underworld Detachment has added Regis and Newt Gunray to their roster, and in an amazing feat of bringing animation to life, Hondo Anoka is now a completed CRL. Very cool to see that in 3D form. And in a turn of events that leaves one in awe of the magic of the internet, Glenn Dillon, the creator of the costumes for Solo, posted online that there is in fact no gusset under the armpit of Kira. Who knew? So there you have it. The Legion membership team removed that line item from Kira's CRLs, and we are learning in an ever-growing uh, process there. Our CRLs are not written in stone, and they get changed when we get new information. For our armored cavalry detachment, it's been a bit since we've heard from them, but they just added the ATRT driver from Episode 3. While not a new costume to the Legion, Garindan CRL and the female Tuscan Raiders CRL are both now complete, thanks to our Crate Clan and Garrison membership liaisons can independently review this costume. The Grand Inquisitor CRL is now live with flagship Eclipse and ready for GMLs to use, as is the CRL for two different versions of Savage Opress from the Clone Wars, armored and shirtless. So, lot either no makeup or lots of makeup, apparently. And while the CRL for Revenge of the Sith version of Lord Vader has been in process for some time now, it's finally been completed and greenlit as of last month. So, congrats, Sith Lord Detachment. And last but not least, our Spec Ops Detachment has added the Mud Trooper to their ranks. I know we have several in our garrison that are working on, in my garrison Excelsior, that are working on that costume. As always, you can check out links to all of these CRLs in our show notes. And thanks again to the Legion membership team for all of these updates. And congrats to the detachments for completing some long-awaited CRLs. Hello, I'm Gerald Holm. I played Tessic, the Squidhead, and a Mon Calamari officer in Return of the Jedi. 
and you are listening to the 501st Cast. And now a word from one of our sponsors. Are you having anger management issues? This is the end for you, my master. Do you feel like you just want to force choke the next annoying person that simply happens along your way? Well, the good people at Dark Side Anger Management Therapy have the solution you've been looking for. Good! <laughs> we teach you to embrace your inner conflict. I will not turn. And unleash its destructive potential to assist you in your quest for... Why, just listen to our most recent success story. When I first joined Dark Side Anger Management Therapy, I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't in control of my hatred. Don't make me kill you. But now, I have embraced my destiny, and the Dark Side serves me well. Lord Vader, the Emperor commands you to make contact with him at once. Oh, right. Tell him I'll be there in a moment. Dark Side Anger Management Therapy. Channeling your anger into something useful. A subsidiary of Back to Tank Manufacturers Incorporated. Mission reports. All right, we have a few reports from the Great White North up in the Alaskan Garrison. The evening of December 7th saw Alaskan Garrison members mingling with the Juneau residents downtown on Front Street for a giant block party for their first Friday. Events range from open art exhibits, musical concerts, food vendors, and lots of fun things to do and see for all. Garrison members took photos with patrons, checked with the local vendors for the droids they were looking for, and conducted general shenanigans. We'll have a link to the photo of the Darth Nihilus and Kylo Ren roaming the downtown streets in the show notes. On December 13th, when five Alaskan garrison troopers hit the halls of the Children's Hospital at Providence for their 35th monthly visit, they could feel the Christmas spirit in the air. The halls of the unit were beautifully decorated. Santa has been to visit just a few days before. And Lord Vader, Kylo Ren, the Biker Scout, and Crewman Wallace had tons of uh, amazing Star Wars gifts to give out to patients and their siblings that had been generously donated by the Providence Foundation and the Child Life Department. They went from room to room as they usually do, spending a little extra time leaving a plethora of Star Wars movies, books, toys, and a handmade Star Wars fleece hat for every patient and every sibling. The smiles and emotion were electric. Their excitement could be felt in every hug and high five. Back in the PICU, the crew ran into an old friend that had been a large part of their visits and their hearts for almost two years while she was sick. She was excited as ever to see her best friend Darth Vader and get a familiar hug and Star Wars gift from Crewman Wallace. What the five of them didn't know when they left their friend that day was that it would be the last time they ever saw her. Just two short days after their visit, she very peacefully became one with the Force and left this world. She's now their Star Wars angel. On the evening of December 14th, members of our Alaskan garrison and their rebel counterparts invaded Cub Scout Pack 357's meeting in Palmer, Alaska. The eclectic group of four, made up of Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, Captain Rex, and Rey, were asked to assist in the awarding and recognition of the Cub Scout's achievements from the previous month. This consisted of handing the scout a baggie with their awards, 
pins, patches, and belt loops, a handshake, and photos. They also assisted the Marines in collecting totem missions the scouts had been collecting. Check out the link of photos from the troop in our show notes. Thanks to Jem IC84864 and Brian ID62832 for those reports from Alaskan Garrison. Next up are some reports from Empire City Garrison. Nine members of ECG were joined by a few of their rebel counterparts and an R2 Builders Club operator to once again attend the Toys of Hope holiday party at the, I'm not sure, Ohika Castle on December 18th. ECG, you need to send us pronunciation guides. The Toys of Hope charity event brings together over 400 children ages 4 to 5 from various lower income areas to be treated to a party with a DJ, Star Wars characters, dancing, bouncy house, snacks, and celebrities to make it a day that they will never forget. Legionnaires greeted the kids as they came in, mingled with them during the party, and posed for lots of photos. The afternoon was capped off by a visit from Santa and free toys for all the kids. It was an incredibly rewarding and fun experience for all of our troopers. We'll have links to some photos and news reports from this event in our show notes. Well, there were three members of the Empire City Garrison spent the evening of Thursday, January 10th at Seafood Harbor School's STEAM Night. For those who aren't familiar with the acronym, STEAM stands for Celebration of All Things Science, Technology, Engineering, Art, and Math Related. The event featured various projects and activities for kids. The kids showed off some of their science projects as well as visited their classrooms for special breakout activities. Brent, TI-22071, Chris, TK-6744, and Joe, SL-91452, took photos with staff, kids, and parents, and they all were very excited to have the 501st there. And we will have links to a couple of photos from the night in the show notes. Seven members of Empire City Garrison were joined by three Rebel Legion members to support the Make-A-Wish Foundation's annual holiday party on Saturday, January 12th. Make-A-Wish held a wonderful event and Legionnaires helped spread some much-needed holiday cheer to the many children and families in attendance. The event was well attended with a steady stream of kids and adults throughout the day. ECG took photos and interacted with the attendees as they entered the party room. They also took a trip into the ballroom to see some enthusiastic little ones who were treated to a fun dance performance. It was an incredibly profound, emotional, and rewarding experience for all our volunteers. In turn, we've made a real impression on the Ma Foundation over the years. That's the Make-A-Wish Foundation. As a reminder, we are still accepting donations to our Make-A-Wish Endowment Fund. You can learn more about that at wish.org slash 501stfan. Empire City Garrison invaded the Sage Public Library for Sage on Saturday, January 26th. This was a small local convention featuring anime, comics, cosplay, and gaming. They were very excited to have the 501st attend. There was a steady stream of adults, teens, and kids who were very excited to see three troopers and a Tuscan Raider. Many attendees were dressed in costume and came to see the artists displaying and selling their work, crafts, video screenings, and panels. We'll have a link to a fun photo our members post for in our show notes. During the afternoon of Saturday, February 2nd, Empire City Garrison helped Bayville Library celebrate Bring Your Child to the Library Day. Chris, TB6744, Joe, TK91452, and Ron, SL5928, from ECG were joined by Renata, TK5323, from Connecticut Garrison. The event featured arts, crafts, games, and photo ops with the 501st. 
Unfortunately, it was not very well attended. I know me personally, I didn't even hear about bringing your child to library day until that week. But the kids and families that did show up really did appreciate having the 501st there. The library had the room nicely laid out with a table for 501st Legion trading cards and various stations for the activities. Our troopers interacted with the kids and made it a very special day for them. Hopefully word will spread and the library will see more attendees return for next year's Bring Your Child to the Library Day. All right. Our Dubac Ridge Garrison attended the 9th Annual Albuquerque Comic Con on January 18th through the 20th, including guest troopers from Star and Mountain Garrisons. There were over 35 troopers suited up for the weekend. They entertained attendees while promoting the Legion alongside booths manned by our sister groups, the Rebel Legion and the Mando Mercs. Star Wars guests in attendance were Femi Taylor, Peter Mayhew, Mark Dodson, and Michael Carter. Thanks to Sean, TS5525, for that report. And I'm going to make a report from my garrison, the Imperial Sands Garrison, where we participated on January the 19th with the San Diego Gulls Star Wars Night. The San Diego San Diego Gulls is a hockey team in San Diego with the American Hockey League, and they uh, support the Anaheim Ducks. But we did a, a multi-club event. There were over 50 people signed up for this um, from multiple um, Star Wars groups. So, of course, the 501st Legion, Rebel Legion, our Star Wars team. Steampunk Universe, uh, the Mandalorian Mercs, uh, Droid Builders, and uh, it was a great evening. We uh, w- uh, kids loved it, families loved it, and uh, the Gulls did a great job at uh, promoting the events. Outstanding. I miss the uh, San Diego Gulls. I used to live uh, in San Diego eons ago. I, I miss well, going going and seeing their games. Yeah, uh, you don't you wouldn't think of it, but uh, San Diego has a very strong hockey uh, fan fan group. And, uh, you know, Joe, you're always welcome to come on down next time when we have the goals night. Excellent. It's been a long time. Come on down. During the weekend of February 2nd through 3rd, 74 members of the Fortress Imperial Garrison, along with members of the Rebel Legion's Canadian base, Quebec, Astromech, and the Mandalorian Mercs, attended the fourth annual Shawakan. They welcomed Return of the Jedi actor Gerald Holm to Canada, as it was his first time appearing in the Great White North. During the weekend, Mr. Holm was very generous of his time, and even donated all of the proceeds of his autographed signing sessions to different charities, like the Quebec University Hospital Center Foundation that was being supported by the local garrison for the weekend. In total, 465 Canadian dollars were raised during this new convention that offers attendees the chance to get up close and personal with the guests, making it a favorite of the people attending. We'll have a link to a fantastic group photo from this con in our show notes. And thanks to Brian, TR35833, for that report. For those of uh, who don't know Gerald Holm is, I actually have his autograph in my collection. Uh, I met Gerald Holm uh, about 10 years ago at Super Mega Fest in Boston when I went out that way to see some friends and go to that convention. And he played one of the, uh, not Admiral Akbar, but one of the other uh, Mon Calamari officers there in uh, Return of the Jedi. And he is one of the sweetest, nicest guys you'll ever meet. I met him in September in Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, it was a small con, and he is really nice. You're right. So actually, I was inspired by Jamie's impromptu mission report. I don't normally 
include anything from Garrison Excelsior because I feel like that's preferential treatment or something. But in any case, I need to gush about our recent appearance with the Rochester Philharmonic Orchestra. They did one of the Star Wars in concert concerts. Uh, this time it was Empire Strikes Back. We had... Uh, the opportunity to see them do A New Hope a few months ago, and we're looking forward to the summertime when they're going to do Return of the Jedi. Um, But a couple weekends ago was Empire Strikes Back. They actually did it for two nights because I think they knew that this was the most popular movie in the trilogy, so definitely needed two nights, and both nights were sold out. And I had forgotten how amazing it is to just see the movie on a big screen with an audience, much less have the score being played live in front of you. It was it was like mind-blowing because there was so much to try to take in. You not only got sucked into a movie that you love, but then trying to identify the instruments that were being played and how were they making those sound effects and like, oh my gosh, the brass section got so much time and the harpist had Leia buns and... I, my mind was just like all over the place. And then the audience itself getting to watch it with fellow Star Wars fans, um, you know, laughing at certain parts and clapping at certain lines. And it was amazing. So I would definitely recommend if anyone sees coming up in their area, the Star Wars in concert series, definitely go check it out because it you think, oh, you know, I've seen that movie a lot of times, or, oh, I've already seen my local orchestra play John Williams music. So I'll just skip this because it's going to be the same thing that I've already seen, but it's totally different experience you would never imagine. That sounds really wonderful. <laughs> it is. I'm definitely looking forward to um, Return of the Jedi. And my local orchestra has also been doing other movies like they just did um, Ghostbusters. Uh, They played the score along with the movie, the Harry Potter movies they're doing that with. So it's definitely a different experience that I was, well, I was expecting it because I had already seen A New Hope that way. But some of our other members who uh, missed out on A New Hope but came to the um, Empire Strikes Back troupe are like already signing up for Return of the Jedi, and it's not until July. Okay, so that's my big, long gush. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm glad you gave it. That was neat. That's outstanding. I have have a troop as well. (laughs) I think I've started something. (laughs) Uh, On February 2nd, the Lipscomb University and their basketball program in Nashville, Tennessee, invited the Mid-South Garrison and the Level Legion Corellian base. Um, they invited us for the 11th in a row to attend their Star Wars night. So we had um, six members from the Rebel Legion and eight from the uh, Mid-South Garrison. And one of the Rebel Legion's, Legion members was the only approved Jar Jar Binks, I was told. So it was quite a treat to, uh, to be alongside him. And he got a lot of love from all the for all the fans, so that was pretty good. And the uh, background is for this year was um, to raise money for adoptions, which was done. I don't have the amount, but it was definitely a great turnout. And that's my report. I love hearing things that help support adoptions. I really do. That's that's awesome. Upcoming events. At the time of the recording, there are 66 days left before Celebration Chicago starts. And we wanted to do a real quick reminder on some of the happenings to be on the lookout for. The dates are Thursday the 11th through Monday um, the 15th of April. 
There will be a multi-club bash on Thursday night. This one was just open to the public, so we'll have a link where you can get tickets in our show notes. Friday night will be the great gathering of swag traders. This one is limited to club members only, as we're not permitted to sell or trade our club merchandise to non-members. And Saturday night will be the multi-club banquet. This one is also members only due to limited space. TV Brothers open to the celebration subform as we're sure more information will be flying in fast and furious as we get closer. For more upcoming events, be sure to check out our friends at Roku Depot. They publish a data burst from the 501st, which contains upcoming events from as many of our Legion units as they can gather data from. That's Roku Depot, R-O-Q-O-O-D-E-P-O-T dot com. One thing that I used to do on another podcast way back when is put either other co-hosts or a guest, uh, put them on the spot and uh, suddenly start interviewing them. And, uh, well, I, I don't want to start interviewing everybody here, but Nikki, I'd like to pick on you for just a moment, if you don't mind. Um, what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's come to my attention. Now, I, I have been uh, joyfully involved here on the 501st cast for a little over two years now. And uh, Marcus, you as well. And uh, Jamie, uh, we're glad to have you aboard as our newest co-host. Nikki, you've been here for years. And... Um, and I, I, I think I, I'm going on 12. Yeah. And uh, so I, 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 want, I want the listeners to know that. But more importantly, uh, there are thousands and thousands of Legion members. Well, how that, you know, we said earlier, was it 12,000 now, something like that? Um, yeah. And it's, uh, but so many of them are still, even after all this time, are still not aware that we have a podcast. But. Uh, you know, you can only do so much. Not everybody listens to podcasts. But more importantly, you know, I mean, it, of course, it's all about getting the word out. But there is so much um, uh, that that it entails, uh, you know, how we put this whole thing together. I do the, the sound stuff. But, Nikki, you, you really you, you are the person that puts this script, you know, and a lot of podcasters don't like to read from a script. But here we kind of have to. Um, but I want to ask you real, real quickly you know, um, what kind of effort goes into um, putting all of this stuff together? And um, we can't get everybody. Um, you know, California doesn't get mentioned a whole lot. You know, there's other places that don't get mentioned a whole lot around the world. So what involves putting, how do you pick and choose what we include on the podcast? And what does someone have to do to get what they want uh, on here? So the main place that I go and look for a bulk of our information is the mission report subsection on the main 501st Legion forums. Uh, that's where our garrison and um, outpost PR officers can post their post-mission uh, summaries. And then I take that information and add it to the podcast. So obviously, we have our, our shining stars of Australia. Um, Alaskan Garrison and Empire City Garrison, who are very diligent and always making sure their mission reports are posted. Um, but I, we'd love to hear from some more people. So make sure to bug your PR officers to post to the mission report section. Um, I do also try to take some stories from social media, but the nature of social media is obviously graphical. And that doesn't necessarily translate well to the podcast. Um, so sometimes I'll have to 
kind of needle people to get more information about, you know, what was this group picture from? What was the event about? Tell me some stories from the event. Um, there is also a Facebook group just for PR officers. Um, so I try to, you know, remind people every month to get me some stories. Um, but mostly, um, if you just share what's going on with um, within your local units to the main international forums, that would be a great way to get on the podcast and to, you know, be part of the larger 501st community. I always encourage people to come to the main Legion boards. And there you have it. We have submissions that can be sent to podcast at 501st.com. You can email them in. And we also have our hotline phone number, which is posted with every episode show notes that you can call in and leave a voicemail. And there you have even more of it. I even started a few reports using my iPhone and using the voice memo feature and then downloaded it as a audio file and just emailed it in and you're able to take it and drop it right into the into the podcast. Yep. You could record yourself and uh, email it to us. We also have a hotline. Um, Nikki, I think where they can leave a 60 second voicemail. Is that right? Yeah, I think actually it might go up to three minutes. There we go. Uh, do you have the phone number uh, handy? It is in every episode show notes, but I don't know that I have it memorized other than I know we tried to get a phone <laughs> number that had 501 in it. Oh, there you go. Well, you can go to <laughs> 501st.com slash podcast, look at our show notes and the phone number where you can call and leave us a voicemail is there and we'll be happy to play that. So there you go. Lots more of Member shout out. This episode's shout out is for Ian, TK23650 from United Kingdom Garrison. He is our Trooper of the Month for October 2018. He received 12 separate nominations, so clearly something big happened. And I went through and read them all, and this was the, the summary. Apparently, during a recent Comic Con on the Isle of Wight, an elderly woman fell during a large group photo shoot. And Ian, who is a paramedic first responder in real life, but he was just attending the convention as a member of UKG, he immediately desuited when he saw the incident and rendered assistance during the almost two-hour wait for the ambulance to arrive to help this poor lady. She had possibly broken ribs during the fall, um, but Ian stayed with her to keep her calm and her family calm and monitor her during the wait. And obviously he was able to pass along, you know, the whole situation to the, the ambulance crew once they got there. So well done trooper. Excellent job. Paramedics are amazing people. As always, our official home on the web is 501st.com slash podcast, where you can post your feedback and comments and listen to previous episodes of the show. The 501st cast can be tuned in via iTunes, podcasts.com, or Stitcher. The 501st cast is an easy way to catch up on a few weeks of Legion news while driving, at the office, or working out. But if you're looking for up-to-the-minute news, you'll need to get it from our social media feeds like Facebook and Twitter. Just look us up on Facebook as The 501st Legion or go to Facebook.com slash The 501st Legion. You can also follow us on Twitter as at 501st Legion or go to Twitter.com slash 501st Legion. Join in the discussion as thousands of fellow fans share their passion for trooping, Star Wars, and charity. 
The 501st Legion is a worldwide Star Wars costuming organization comprised of and operated by Star Wars fans. While it is not sponsored by Lucasfilm Limited, it is Lucasfilm's preferred Imperial costuming group. Star Wars, its characters, costumes, and all associated items are the intellectual property of Lucasfilm. Copyright and trademark Lucasfilm Limited. All rights reserved. That's it, troopers. Join us next time on the 501st Cast. This is madness. Oops, wrong sound effect. That's hilarious. With apologies. Oops, yes. Go ahead. Thank you. That was my turn. Oh, good lord. Um, <laughs> is it, is it, Sechim? Sechim? How do you See, I'm telling you, ECG needs to send us a pronunciation guide. <laughs> well, we have this every year. <laughs> I know. I guess. I'm putting this at the end. Sechim? I think it's Sechim. I'm pretty sure it's Sechim. Sechim. <clears throat> okay. This is madness.